Hello and welcome to Charitable Foundations, a podcast that looks to highlight all the great charitable work done in the name of Celtic. Uh, my name is Keith McGinty and this time we'll be focusing on the foundation that keeps football free for kids. Just like the Celtic story, they were born out of tragedy and have grown to be a force for good. Regulars at Celtic Park on match days will be used to hearing them before seeing them. It's my pleasure to welcome Joe Mackin of the Kano Foundation to the podcast. Joe, how are you doing? I'm doing well, Keith. How are you? I'm, I'm absolutely delighted to have you on. It's, a, it's been a, a long time ambition to, to get someone from the, the Kano Foundation on to do a podcast like this. Um, I've been an admirer of your work for a, for a long time, the, getting the, the kids along to the football. Um, certainly the, they give the, the Green Brigade a, a run for their money as the loudest fans at Celtic Park. <laughs> Um, you're some, saying, of the, some of the teachers, some of the teachers that come along with the Green Brigade are running for their money as well. <laughs> I know a few of them actually, that's quite good. <laughs> <laughs> um, you were saying just uh, off mic there that it's 10 years that the, the Kano Foundation's been going. Yep. Must, that, that's fantastic. How many how many kids have you got through the, the barriers in that time? Well, see actually, to our next game, if we ever get back, <laughs> uh, that'll be over 11,000 kids through the turnstile. That's we were incredible. just about to have 11,000 kids and that's when the lockdown happened. Oh, hopefully, hopefully, maybe this season, um, that would be something special if we could manage to get something like that done. It'd be great um, to get them back, aye. It must be a, a much more relaxed viewing experience for you watching the games now without head counting all the, the wins at the, the game. Well, it's certainly weird. It's, I, know, I know it's a weird setup for everybody, but it's certainly weird for us, aye. Yeah. And half the time you're sitting in your couch yourself, you're thinking, what is going on here? <laughs> well, you've had four hours, four hours of your free time before as well. Normally you're running about like a madman before as well. <laughs> but we'll get to the, the actual experience for the, the children and what they, they, they go through whenever they get to the, the games. But beforehand, just if we could get a wee recap on the, where the, the origins of the Kano Foundations came from, because maybe not everyone's fully aware of the, the sad story that it originated from. Yes, it was, aye. It was, unfortunately. Um, it all kind of started with, it was actually boys for CQN, Celtic Quick News. Yep. One of their members, who was originally from Springburn, uh, he actually emigrated to Australia, and he woke up one morning with a sore neck. And he'd actually taken so many years' symptoms of MS in the one day. So by the end of that day, he was paralysed for the neck down. So there was boys to CQN. I was on CQN, um, and they were collecting money. I had actually ran a dance at Celtic Park. It mm-hmm. was going to be for the Beatson, I think it was. It just started off as a wee family doing it. just grew to boys for Celtic Minded. So the money for that went to bring and get Martin home campaign. So Martin, they had to raise a certain amount of money to get Martin out of hospital so they could adapt his house, make his uh, driveway wider, he'd give him a wet room. So they end up, over two years, I think it was, they raised £68,000. Bucket collections, the quiz nights, whatever. So on that bucket collection, there was kids doing it, and they actually took the kids into the game after the bucket collection. So that's where the idea actually came from. It's amazing was, just how such a horrible, tragic event like that and just that one day his life's totally changed, but it just shows you the, 
the quality of the Celtic fans, how they, they rally around certain causes like this, which is, which it, is great. It was absolutely phenomenal what they done for the boys. So it was phenomenal the, the effort um, the, the boys put in that. And some of them were his friends for studio and things like that, but it was basically guys who played together or whatever that don't know they're running about all the fundraising. And they raised £68,000. It's quite, quite a sum. Ah, it's incredible. And the great thing from that, though, is that you, it, it, you didn't just stop there, that it, it continued on no, in that wee no, idea. I, I, got a, I got a phone call because I had donated, the, I think I'd done two, two dinners at Celtic Park, they donated that money, uh, and helped with the bucket collection, been to the quiz nights. And I just got a phone call asking, uh, they're going to turn into a kids' charity, do you want, want to help? So, of course I was helping. I uh, went to a meeting, Papa uh, Bowser's it was in the town, Mm-hmm. And it just spiraled for there. I've been there ever since. <laughs> <laughs> so, who are some of the, the people behind the scenes that you might not get the, the credit they usually do that help out with this? Behind the scenes, there's uh, there's five days, there's five trustees. There's myself, uh, Pat Griffin, Brian Ainsley, Mark Kingsman, and Jillian uh, McCall. Jillian's been there for the start. Pat was there soon after the start. Big Mark's been there for the start, and Brian came about a year in there. So, so we've all we've all done our time. We've all been there. We've all seen it and done it. Incredible. So we have, we've got a wee band of helpers. Um, yeah, and Paul, Neil, Sean, Paul. They they all help on match days. They all kind of a day basically whatever's needed. Everybody just pitches in to get their wins the best day they can. How many season tickets that you've got just now? Because that's the, the whole point of the, the foundation is that you have so many season tickets and you look to take kids from schools yes. all over the, the Glasgow area to, to match days for, a, for the experience we that have you might actually, normally get. We have got 186 season tickets at the moment. Initially, we actually, at that first meeting, we were looking for 20. We're hoping people could sponsor a seat, maybe get 20 and take 20 wins at a time. Yeah. That initial meeting, we get 50. That was 10 years ago. We started with 50 and now we're at 186. It would probably be merry, to be honest, mm-hmm. but we need to try and keep them in a block. Yeah. So we've got a wee block of seats behind the Lisbon line. Is that area 115? 115, that's yeah. right, right behind that goal. So we really need people to gear up their seats before we can get some more seats. Do you know what I mean? Because we can't have kids dotted about the stadium. We yeah. need to try and keep it in the block uh, for obvious reasons. So it would probably be more, but just need to wait and bide our time, really. So and for the kids to get them up as we can. And for the kids to get such a, a an experience, some of them it'll be their first time going to a football stadium. Never mind going to Celtic Park to be in such a an area so you, close to the. Honestly, the you wouldn't action. believe you wouldn't believe how many it's their first time. Right. It's, it's frightening to be honest. A big, massive percentage is the kids' first time, and I'm talking kids for. Ridry and things like that right next to Celtic, Coat Bridge. You, you wouldn't think there was so many kids in Coat Bridge that have never been to football before. You think they're born with a season ticket, they yep. guys? <laughs> yep. There's a guy who goes in the schools in Coat Bridge and he'll get five to that school, five to that school, and bring them, put them on a bus together and bring them to their first game. That's brilliant. So, well, and that's Coat Bridge. Just the... How Celtic miss these kids, I don't know, but... And that's the end. Yeah, that once they're there, they're, they're hooked for life. I took my, my own son to his first real game last season was the, the Kilmarnock game that we won 3-1. And uh, he's, he's only he's six now, he was five at the time, but that was him. The sparks were there. That was him getting yeah. in. You could see Bruni and see Edward and these are players that he'd seen in the telly. 
and that was the but, that was the interest really coming. Well, that's good that you're saying that. Like, so you're talking about the excitement for your wee boy. Yeah, it's like we get that every week. Yeah, and that's it. Doesn't matter how many arguments we have, the problems we have getting the wins. See, it all depends. I saw about the wins getting the good day, the good time, and loving it. Doesn't matter what goes on before it, all the hassles, all the carry on. The wings don't see that, they don't know that. You get them in there and they have a ball. And Sorry. you certainly do see that. Even from my seat in the south stand, you can see the, the fluorescent yellow bibs all hitting the goals there, and the kids sure. are all up boogieing whenever the green brigade gets started. They're the ones that are always joining in first. It's, it looks like a, a, a great experience. What are some of your, your own personal highlights of having uh, been involved with the Kano? Well, for a start, I can't believe it's 10 years. <laughs> that seems crazy when you're talking about that there, how long it's been, but this is but, our 10th anniversary. Season, as I was, saying, just... I was saying to you, I can remember the, the Kano flag in the North Stand when the, the, right. it first kicked off, and then now you see you've, you've moved round. That's right. We, we try and... It's hard. For, we've got, we must have got my four or five flags and things like that, but it's actually hard to get. We've got bibs and all that for the kids as well. But it's, we need to carry maybe four or five bags of bibs. So it's the logistics of getting everything to Celtic Park, do you know what yeah. I mean? It's, it's quite hard. So it's, um, my highlights, I think it's just how it's grown, to be honest. Yeah. At first, um, I wouldn't say it's not as much a struggle now, because people do know about us, there's a bit more awareness of us. Mm-hmm. I'm not saying everybody knows about us because... You're standing at the ceiling to the stand, give it the bags before the game. People come up, can I buy a bag? Or what's this all about? Or you've got to stand and explain to maybe 10, I'm talking 10 maybe people a week. Yeah. So you've got to explain what we do. And it's just, I don't know what more we can do. Do you know what I mean? To try and bring on podcasts like yourself, bring Celtic views, bring on the screens every week, to go on the screens every week. Just the visually, the kids, as you're talking, you say you can sit and see them. But I don't know what more I can do to publicise what we do. Because the groups that come, they publicise as well. We get a wee football team, they tell other football teams. Or mm-hmm. primary school will come, they'll tell other primary schools. So word of mouth has been a big help for us. But we, we honestly don't know what more we can do to try and get the word out that the seats are available, come and get them. Yeah. You know what I mean? Because you're saying how many kids we've We've had kids all over Ireland, eh, London, Wales, Leeds, all over Scotland, this it's really anywhere. Look, my wee boy's desperate uh, for his school to get involved now, so uh, I, I say to him that I was doing this tonight, and um, he's hoping to tell his school, so that next season, hopefully, if, if it's all back up and running, he'll get a chance to go as well. We do get kids that have got season tickets, but they'll come with a football team or their school, mm-hmm. but they, they still enjoy it where was, if that makes sense, because they're with their pals, they're... As you say, they're copying the Green Brigade, they're sitting yes. in the middle of their dad, they're sitting there saying, nobody else is singing. So they get a wee group of pals, they're all up singing, they love it. They absolutely love it. One of the other things that I notice is that they get a wee bag. What sort of things do they get whenever they, the they bag, come with these? The bag consists of basically crisps, sweets and juice. We give them a scarf and we give them a hat. So we do in that bag. Um, before the game, every kid gets fed as well. We take them, we used to take them to the hub, that's mm-hmm. shut down now, right. in Springfield Road. Mm-hmm. We now take them to St. Michael's Church Hall. Right. We're taking them in there and we were getting food in. Uh, so the kids go in, get their seat, and they get basically a two-course meal. 
they've got a choice, maybe say burgers, hot dogs, or chicken nuggets, or whatever it was, the chips. Uh, then they'll get ice cream and juice and things like that after it. That's then brilliant. they get took. Then they get took to the game. <laughs> <laughs> but the the cane of scarves, did you say? That's I feel. But money's needed for all that, and that's uh, where the Celtic support come in so so handy. We have see for ten years we have never had a grant. We've never had any sort of funding whatsoever. Every single penny in ten years has been raised by Celtic fans. How much and does it cost even, each season to, to well, make it? Well, see that food. The food before the game is that's five hundred pound every game, wow. just for the food, to feed the wins. Then, as you say, every scarf, every hat, yeah, I don't know what the bag's worth. Is it? It's about seven or eight pounds, that bag's worth, mm-hmm. every kid gets. So that does. The season That's tickets... That's a lasting memory. The season tickets are 20, north of 20 grand anyway, a year. So yeah, so it is a lot of money. We, your running costs, I know it's a bit varied, but... It'll go between maybe 35 and 50 grand because it all depends how many scarves, how many, or even upgrades you've got. Yeah. You've got to pay if it's a 15 quid an upgrade or something. So if you've got, say, a group coming, we try and do it one six. Yeah. If they're bringing an extra two or three adults, you've got to upgrade tickets for them. And we work on one to six, but some groups work on one to four. Mm-hmm. So we've got to pay 15 quid for tickets. Or if they need more tickets, I've said it then. We're bringing, see, we've got 186 season tickets. We may have 180 people want to come so we can ask Celtic for extra tickets. Do you know what yeah. I mean? It's amazing that the, the Celtic support can help keep that going so, so well. I, I know myself, I, I've signed up for the, 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 the direct debit. It's only, I think it's a couple of pounds a, a month, but hopefully if this podcast going out can um, get more people to, to do something similar, that will keep you going for the, another 10 years. You know, we actually get money for it all over the world. It's just phenomenal, to be honest. We had um, guys in Germany that collect money for us. Australia, Perth Supporters Club, gave us a few thousand dollars a week. It was their 30th anniversary. Um, Wimbledon, Celtic Supporters Club, every year mm-hmm. send us up money. They charge people £3 to go and watch a game. We got all day £3. Uh, we go to, when I go to Vegas just on holiday for the Celtic convention, mm-hmm. the donations, uh, people will climb mountains, jump out of planes, mar- run marathons, and they just donate money to us. Amazing. So it's, some of the, the things that, that you do yourselves to in, encourage fundraising, you've had at the start of the season, uh, you have the bucket collection. I know you had the, the virtual one at the start of this season. Um, you also have your World Golf Tournament. Um, that was... Uh, Every year we've got the bucket collection. That's what we try and have at the first game of the season. Mm-hmm. Um, that's well supported because even CSCs will collect on their buses and just hand us a big bag of change and things yeah. like that. Uh, CSCs have actually donated. There's lands that donate every year, as I said, Wimbledon, Aberdeen, Lisbon Lions. They, they all donate every year. Um, Magic. Buses first and that. The bus, they, they just give us a certain amount of money every year. And they try and use it on that day and that will add to their bucket collection. This year we'd normally have a golf day. We'd normally have a golf day around about September. So this year we tried a wee virtual one mm-hmm. uh, to try and get people around the world. So we've had people from Dubai, Canada, Australia are all playing golf. So we have. That's great. Uh, Just a wee excuse to get we'll out. Be able to, aye, hopefully we'll be able to add that into our actual golf day next year. 
Mm-hmm. If we have our golf day, we'll try and have a world thing as well. Yeah. Try and incorporate it into our actual golf day. So everybody's out and plays golf on that day. And whether they go back to their own pubs or back to their houses or whatever, but we'll try and have an uh, international leaderboard Fantastic. so that everybody can join in next year. Brilliant. Yeah. What uh, other plans have you got for the, the rest of the, the year? Well, we normally have a dinner dance in April, mm-hmm. every April. So this year would be our 10th anniversary. It was actually supposed to be the Normandy Hotel. So at the moment, it's not cancelled at the moment, um, but it's not looking good, as no. you know. So I don't know what's actually going to happen with that, whether that's going to go ahead or no. But that's the next thing that's kind of a planned. Normally we have a children's Christmas party. Mm-hmm. That's normally for about 140, so we'll have to cancel that as well. So we have so unfortunately Christmas party won't happen this year. Uh, and I don't know about the annual dinner. So that was going to be a biggie because it was our 10th anniversary. So we'll just need to postpone that in next year if things don't go well for us. What we might be looking today is, because we've been gone for 10 years, as I say, we know we've never had any funding whatsoever. We're actually thinking about doing like asking for £10. If people could afford £10, these a one-off donation of £10. And hopefully... That would keep us going for the next ten years. Ah, fair enough. Because we we try we try our hardest not to win people's faces. We don't we don't kind of a we said there were three things as the bucket collection of golf game or annual dance. Mm-hmm. That's for main things we kind of push. We don't be we're not in your face all the time asking people for a pound or two pound or whatever. It's just certain times a year we do our own wee things. So this ten for ten, we're, we're kind of a try to call it as. A one-off payment of ten pound. Well, it depends how many thousand people obviously yeah, yeah. could donate their ten pound. But if we can try and put that out, Celtic fans as a one-off payment, that would keep us going for X amount of years. I'm sure anybody who can would 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 gladly um, help out with that. I know I'll certainly be doing it, and at the Cynic, we'll be hoping to we'll be helping to to promote that. As and well. I can assure you, every penny just goes to the kids. Anything we can do to make that make that day better for the kids is it's, that's just what it's all about, really. That's it. We all remember our first time. Get, it doesn't matter who they support, who they come with. We had we've had Aberdeen fans, yeah, sitting in Celtic, beat them nine 0 The wee janitor was nearly <laughs> great because he brought all the wins, and half of them were Aberdeen fans. <laughs> one nine, one nine thousand kid actually, two seasons ago. Was actually an Aberdeen fan. <laughs> he, put on, he put on a Celtic scarf and walked onto the Middle of the Park, and so he did. And ah, done a half time draw for us. Road to Damascus moment. Hopefully, hopefully, he's seen the light, uh, uh, the disco lights anyway, at Celtic Park. Joe, this has been brilliant. Hopefully, for the, especially for the, the coming year, uh, your, your fundraising continues so that we're in a better place when the world hopefully starts to get back to some normality next year and we can get another. 10,000, 11,000 uh, Celtic fans. I hope so. I hope, so. I in hope the things can start getting back to normal a wee bit quicker than we're anticipating. Fantastic. Joe, Mackin, uh, it's been an absolute pleasure to talk to you. I've been Keith McGinty. Thank you very much. Cheers. Thanks very much for your time, Keith. Cheers.